Hayyayim Yayim Bez Ir, the uh, second day of the month of Ir, says the Rebbe. Yayim Heledes Es Azmur Bishnas Tov Kuv Tzadik Gimel. This is the birthday of Maizeide, the Friedrich Rebbe, the one who was speaking the previous Rebbe, Rabbi Yitzchak, his grandfather. In other words, his father was Rabbi Shalom Ber. His father was the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe. And the fourth Lubavitcher Rebbe, the middle one, Rabbi Shmuel, was his grandfather. So he says, today is the birthday, and he was born in the year 1833, Bezir. You should know this is complicated, this is the only source of the Friedrich Rebbe where it says it was 33, everywhere else it says it was 34. Famous contradiction, famous uh, problem, so to speak, and the Rebbe said it's not a problem. Every single thing the Friedrich Rebbe ever said is Torah and is true, and it means that the journey of the soul begins 12 months before it's born come down into this world, which is fascinating, because it means already a few months before conception, the soul begins its descent, it begins its journey to come into the world. That means the prison, unbeknownst to the parents, already months in advance, you know, we speak how it's very important, the kavana, the thoughts that you have as you're being intimate and producing a child, and of course uh, pregnancy as well, is, uh, it's very important, the intentions and that the woman see positive things and, and etc., this affects the life of the entirety of the child. And, uh, of course, the early years of the child, very impressionable, very important. But here, L'chayda, you could say that already in the months, and this is always a suffix, but in the, in the, in the months prior to the conceiving, it's also relevant, the parents, uh, how they behave themselves. In any event, the Rebbe says, basically, always behave yourself. Once you hit 50, it's a free-for-all. I'm joking. <clears throat> so the Rebbe says, When the, when the Rebbe Marash, who was actually the youngest child of the, of the Rebbe, of his father, the Rebbe the Tzemach Tzedek, and I don't know how many, I think the Tzemach Tzedek had eight kids. I think one of them died, so it would have been nine. But I think he had eight children, six sons and, uh, and two daughters. If I'm, maybe I'm saying it wrong, but something like that. He was the youngest. He was born in the older years of his father. So uh, when he was seven years old, his father, Tzemach Tzedek, came to school, to Cheder, where he was studying with the rest of the... There was like an elite class, if you will, of geniuses and the greatest minds. Uh, it was all family, basically. The, the, the Schneerson mind, the legendary uh, genius... Minds, and uh, so he came in to test the tzemach tzedek. The tzemach tzedek came to test his son. The zeidot gemacht azaygut, and he did so well. He partially was a seven-year-old child, but he did so fantastically well. As I malamid the zeir and his own teacher was completely uh, floored. He was completely in the spol. He couldn't believe it. He said, "It's amazing." And he couldn't hold himself in. Ha, which means like, whoa, what do you say? Isn't this like, have you ever seen anything like this in your life? The clarity, the perception, the depth. good. He's making good. He's, uh, he's doing well, no? What are you so excited about? What's the spilus? Why is it so surprising? Why is it moving you so much? You're surprised that Tiferes, Shabbat Tiferes, is doing well. Basically, today he was born on Bezir, and in the Sphero, 
that we work on, the Mida that we work on is Tiferet Shabbat is beauty of beauty, spectacular beauty, dazzlingly beautiful, within dazzlingly, dazzlingly, whatever the word is, beautiful. It's a, uh, there's a certain energy today which uh, is beyond limitation, which basically is saying that you shouldn't be excited. He was, he's saying that for Tiferet Shabbat Tiferet, this is not exciting. This is... Uh, this is natural. The greatest accomplishments come naturally. And of course, that means that we have to tap into the energy of Tiferes Shabbat Tiferes. What is Tiferes Shabbat Tiferes? So it's beyond the scope of the Hayyam Yayim to, to speak about, but essentially, um, it's represented in Kabbalah, it represents empathy. It represents compassion. And compassion, it's explained in Chassidus, is deeper than love. It's much deeper than love because uh, it's centered on the other person. It's complete selflessness in a, in a unique uh, fashion. Because love, in, the, in a way, is coming from you. I love. And it's very blinding. You don't really see the flaws of the other person. When you have compassion, when you have empathy, you could see the flaws. And it doesn't even contradict. Gvura. Gvura means where you're strict, where you're you know, severity or uh, sacrifice. But it doesn't uh, contradict it because... You, you see the issue, you recognize, you're not looking with a, with a, you know, with a rose-eyed glasses, rosy glasses. However, nevertheless, you could choose to be compassionate. And on the contrary, because the, the person is in such a bad situation, that itself arouses and awakens the compassion. So in life, Rahmanis is actually considered the greatest quality. There's a level of selflessness which doesn't exist even within Chesed and Gvura. And therefore, tiferes tiferes, when you have this complete uh, egolessness and this complete connection to the divine, to the infinite, where you allow yourself to be compassionate and not make it about yourself, a lot of people in life make things about themselves. Right? Whenever something happens, it's about them. When it's not about you, then actually your abilities are infinite. There's not, nothing to be excited about. You say, how did this person accomplish so much? For one reason only, because they weren't uh, egotistical. It wasn't, they didn't make it about them. The moment life is not about you, you're going to find amazing things will unfold. And all of a sudden, everything becomes possible. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> the person uh, discovers that they could accomplish the greatest things in the world. And, not, and, and nonchalantly, without a spilus, without the, it's not like, a, oh, I can't believe. Some people say, whoa, you do so much. Or, oh, you did, you accomplished such a great thing. This person who's given over to the cause... In this way, it's not even given over to the cause. It's a certain tiferes, shebet tiferes, when they have this compassion. And Tanya talks about having compassion for yourself, by the way. Compassion for your nefshali kiss. When you have the tiferes, shebet tiferes, then these things come naturally, and uh, Yid could actually fulfill their mission. And guess what? The greatest uh, secondary benefit of it, of it is, this person ends up being the most happy. You understand? You say, oh, it's, you're so selfless, so where is your own happiness? No, this person is truly accomplished. This person is truly happy. And this is the ultimate uh, thing. And Reb Barash was always known to always have a smile on his face. You never saw him without a smile. Even though personally he suffered tremendous, tremendous physical suffering, you literally could not see him without a smile, a genuine smile, not a grimace. And uh, so that's what it is. Chaim. Oh, yeah.